0: You are listening to the Hodges Huddle, where we discuss all things happening in the wide world of sports. Here is your KLSU sports team. Welcome into the Hodges Huddle. I am your host, Tyler Viso. Today I'm joined once again by Andre Champont and Patricia Caputo. How are y'all doing? Doing great semester's coming to an end, Tyler. (laughs) Yep.
1: I'm doing good. How are you, Tyler?
0: Yep. Like Andre said, the semester is coming to an end. My time here is almost up, and we'll see what happens after that, but we're going to talk a little bit about some sports today. First up, we are going to talk about some LSU baseball. Over the course of the last time we had this podcast, LSU has been swept by Arkansas, losing all three games over the past weekend, and they won against ULL in the Wally Pontiff Jr. Foundation Classic. That was the last Wally Pontiff Jr. Classic as well. Did y'all know that? I didn't didn't realize that. that. That's why
2: I was at uh, Alec Box.
0: That was kind of disappointing. If you ask me, but The family
2: wanted to discontinue it after 20. Yeah, because they stopped
0: playing at Zephyr Field, which was the AAA ballpark down in Metairie. There's no more. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we'll start off here with last weekend and then move our way into this coming weekend LSU got swept by Arkansas. They lost Friday night. They had a chance to win, and then they lost on they lost Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. All three games really weren't great. What were y'all's thoughts?
2: We lost uh, Thursday night lead uh, late, and we also lost a uh, Saturday lead, mm-hmm. which was really disappointing.
1: Yeah, you just got to learn how to keep a lead when you have it. You're against the number now, number six team in the country. You got f- to try to win There four one. in some
0: polls. Exactly. I mean, look, Thursday night hurts the most because mm-hmm. you had the lead. And I don't know about you guys. Personally, if LSU wins on Friday, I think they on win, on that win that the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that just changes the whole dynamic of what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I agree. Thursday I agree. night was really a dagger. Yeah. I mean, to lose the lead like that and just could not come back from it. Mm-hmm. It was just poor. And then LSU goes into Friday, and they don't score a run. They just can't hit. Yep. Yeah. They didn't score a run. I mean, they couldn't get they couldn't get anything going.
2: Blake Money mm-hmm. gave up those four runs. I think it was early, too. And it was like, early. They scored two in the first. And after that, he pitched his, his heart out. Like after he, did. That it was, yeah, he did. He did pretty well. I mean, you can win a game only giving up four runs, in my opinion.
0: This LSU, th- with Especially the bats this that this lineup, LSU yeah. baseball team has, you should be able to win most of your games. That's why I We got like two hit, I think. Yeah.
1: But I feel like the bats can be inconsistent sometimes too, even though we bet on them a lot.
0: You should bank on the bats because, yep. I mean, the- look, this team right now, and they showed it during the ULL game, mm-hmm. in batting, they're fourth in the SEC, in pitching, they're sixth in the SEC. So there's one there's one common there's one thing left and it's the fielding and that has cost you mm-hmm. numerous games because you're yep. 7 and 8 in conference yep. and you probably should have 3 or 4 games right now that should have been wins that you took as losses. Yep. I mean yep. it's that simple? We have I
2: think a 959 fielding average. You know how bad that is. That's pretty So bad. like compared to like the better teams and that there's the best is like 989.
1: And you saw it in the ULL game too. I know what we won, it but you saw errors. the same mistakes.
0: It's the same thing every time. Yeah, it's bad. But then you go on a Saturday, so you don't score any runs on Friday. Right. You mm-hmm. you feel demoralized, and then you go to Saturday. LSU left nine runners mm-hmm. on base. That's why we nine. lost nine. That's exactly why we lost. Yeah. No, I mean you, exactly. And it just felt like when Arkansas got a lead on you. It just felt like a mountain to climb. Yep. You just did not think you could get out of the hole because even when it was four zero, that's not a that's not a huge margin of victory in the uh, Friday game. But you you didn't mm-hmm. think LSU could do it. Watching the game, you you may as well turn it off because you said LSU can't score four runs. And
1: that's my concern about this team because I think they get into their own heads, and we think like that as fans. And I think they're thinking the same thing in the dugout.
0: Look, this team I just, team, this I just
2: team, think Arkansas you know, is really good too.
0: Arkansas is really good, credit, yeah. and you you probably should have beat them though. I mean, at least, one, at least one. At least one. Yeah, I agree. You're looking at it now, and this is obviously hindsight, so you know you can only take that with a grain of salt. But Friday, our Thursday and Saturday, probably should have won both those games, mm-hmm. and it's it's really not close. I mean, you should have taken the series from Arkansas, yep. and I mean. I just kind of don't know. The pitching was better this past weekend it was. with was. Yeah, what were your thoughts it. on the pitching?
2: Mikel kind of struggled, but other than other than him, the starting pitching was pretty pretty good. Blake Money still kind of questionable.
1: Yeah, I think we're starting to settle in. Just realize this is what we have. I would like to see Dutton pitch a little longer. He just pitched four well, innings. Yeah, and they but. took him
0: out the game when he mm-hmm. started. He started playing really well, and they just took him out the game. So I mean,
2: I mean, we had all our guys to pitch though we had yeah. some, we had to. we had everybody we had everybody available on a sunday we had only because like, i mean
0: yeah because blake money went a little he bit went longer eight, i think seven or eight he went s- yes he seven six point two six point two that's crazy that's for him that's phenomenal that, yeah that's good i mean that's phenomenal mm-hmm. and then jay johnson came after the series he kind of he had a media availability and he said look we don't have a stud. We don't have an Alex Lang, an Aaron Nola. We don't have a Ben McDonald. We don't have that. But Michael Hilliard's been great. Right. But on Friday nights, it's or Fridays and Thursdays, whatever the first games of the series, you don't have an ace, and it's hard mm-hmm. to win games when you don't have an ace.
1: No, but when a game is winnable, I think you have to do everything you can to to win that game, especially when you have it. Yeah. Uh, have no, it I agree with that.
0: I just, it's a struggle, but. Moving on, LSU is going to go and take on Missouri. What are you alls thoughts on the matchup against Missouri?
2: I don't want to um, jinx us here, but we need a sweep.
1: I agree. I don't think it should be difficult to get a sweep here.
2: It will be because they're, they're no. It'll de- be it, they're decent. It won't be. It won't be. It won't be a cakewalk. That's for sure. In the SEC, right, it never is. Possible. It never is. But they they hung around with Tennessee all three games. So mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I, I just. Look, you keep having the same problems. LSU sweeps Mississippi State and then gets swept by Arkansas. So now you kinda have to sweep Missouri and continue to win. Yep. Looking down, I mean, the rest of your schedule, you'll play Ole Miss and Vanderbilt, who haven't been great either, but and then you'll play you have after the series you play Georgia, Alabama, Ole Miss, and Vanderbilt, and then you go to the SEC tournament. You don't play a ton of great teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, you play good teams, but it's kind of hard to see what's going to happen with this team right now.
1: Right, because the in- inconsistency is killing us right now.
0: I mean, it's more than inconsistency. It's just mm-hmm. bad fielding. Yeah.
1: yeah, that too. And then Kay Doty, that's just someone I don't want to call anyone out, but that's someone that I saw against the ULL game, just routine plays that Jay Johnson said it a few weeks ago. You can't practice that anymore. I don't know.
0: I, I've been saying I mean, that. I've been was, preaching that for so long. Before
2: that, it was Jordan Thompson almost mm-hmm. every game. So.
1: And it still is sometimes. This game... Was just happened to be K Doty. Yeah,
2: yeah. Those they two switch. are a problem. I don't. The understand whole middle end feels like, oh my goodness. Yep.
1: Because
0: yeah. you look at it and like, like you said, I've been preaching that before. That at this point in the season, there's no time to just sit there and take ground balls unless you're staying yep. a, unless you're staying after games or something. Yeah. And even I mean, there's a lot. to do. H- how many yeah. more
1: can you practice?
0: I mean, no, there's not much practice left. The, your best bet right now is to limp into the end of the season, and then you'll have like maybe a week mm-hmm. off before the SEC tournament, and that's when you start just taking ground balls every day. Right, because I feel like... I mean, that is your only problem right now. Do that in your extra time, too.
2: That's what you need. I mean, I've never seen a second baseman go down on his knee for a ground
1: Mm
0: ball. LSU's also been blessed in the sense that they've had some amazing second basemen over the past... Even... Cole Freeman. Cole Freeman. Uh, Brent Broussard. Yeah, those guys were dominant second baseman they were great on the field and you don't really have that and k Doty isn't a natural second baseman
1: and i understand that but my problem is the routine plays that there's plays that are just real easy he should pick it up throwing to trey morgan it should be an easy out and they're not
0: the biggest struggle that i have that i've had to learn to deal with is that you have to put one normally one or two guys in an out of position because their bats are so important mm-hmm. Because you can't take K. Doty out. Right. You have to play K. Doty. But you're not going to put him at third base because you've already, you've already seen with the Barry situation right. mm-hmm. yeah. that he can't play right field. Exactly. And I don't think he's going to be a better second baseman than Doty. I think they would equally have the same yeah. amount of struggles. I think
1: so, too.
0: What, there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, yep. you you could put Doty to DH or Barry to DH. I, I don't know. I just – it's so many problems that you just kind of can't – fathom what to do I'm so confused on a different note uh,
2: Josh Pearson he's been getting the
0: right field starts
2: I like mm-hmm. that kid a lot
0: he was good yes. for being a freshman yeah. he's really good Way he's better played than
2: well G- DiGiacomo's yep. been playing and, and he can yeah. give us a
1: little bit more bat than DiGiacomo yeah can.
0: Exactly. yeah I I'd think sacrifice that though mm-hmm. yeah I think you you haven't been in most times you really can't sacrifice defense for offense especially with this team but they've had to they've finally found somebody that can do both mm-hmm. right. at a really high level. Pearson's been playing great out and right and then who's playing left right? It's Josh Stevens. Stevens and he's been all right too. I, like I mean, him. He's, yes. he's 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 fast. on and off, yeah. He's a he's great fast.
2: defensive player and I feel like he's a good guy that you can just get a bunt down. Yeah, yeah. cuz he's
0: speedy. I mean, yep. he's he's fast and Really, the last thing that I kind of want to talk about is the DH spot. You still don't have anything solved there. Right. I yeah. don't know what they can do about that still. Joe Bear is feast or famine every time. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean I'd keep him in the lineup, though.
1: And, well, he comes in waves. He goes in slumps and then comes back out. Oh yeah. has...
2: But then you look on the bench, and you have Travinsky, who's also on and off. Right. And you also have – I mean, that's just the element of hitting. I think on Cade on.
0: Beloso getting hurt was probably mm-hmm. one of the biggest – Things, yeah. things that have kind of hurt this team the most, because they said he had a great offseason and all he this did. stuff, and then he got hurt. And I would really love to see what he can do, because right. just putting him in the game right now would be a huge deal. Then mm-hmm. duga got benched as the number eight of the team. He had gotten hurt. Yeah, but he's fine now. He had an at He played at the, the other day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, Struck mm-hmm. out at
1: the end.
0: I, look, it's that's how the game works. It is. It is. It's a long season. He'll get back into it and he'll he'll get better. I mean, look at last season. He got. He started hot in the regional. Nineteen home
2: runs. Look at Drew Bianco. Yeah, Drew Bianco got put like barely had any play time last year. Goes to Oregon and
0: just plays great. He goes to Eugene Regional and plays great. So, I mean, I'm looking at it and I think that it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting rest of the season. We're about we're about the halfway point Mm -hmm. tonight. They'll start the Missouri series. They win that. You got to get you got to get above 500 in the conference. That's the big deal right now. If you want to host,
2: like. I, th- I think yes, it's the omit so of hosting.
0: They're on the bubble for hosting right now. That's yeah. what everybody's been saying. They're on the bubble, but I, I don't I don't know how bubbles work in college baseball. baseball so I'm not thinking about it., it yeah. it's complicated. Oh, sure it is. It's just as complicated as it is in um March Madness. March Madness. Yeah. so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> well, we are going to move on from LSU baseball and talk a little bit about the NBA playoffs. the NBA playoffs so far. What y'all thoughts been? They've been fun. I've been yeah, I've, I've actually been, been, been watching fun. way more basketball than yeah, I normally too. do. Been
2: I've been I think
0: I've watched almost every game. I've watched I watched every game, but I've seen the scores from every right. game and I keep mm-hmm. up with it to know what the series are. What what are y'all? I thought it was interesting about some of the games recently about how good Golden State's been. Yeah.
2: Yep. They've
0: been phenomenal. They're going to they play they're going to play tonight against the Nuggets. Jokic getting ejected. What were some of just the highlights of what have y'all been seeing for this past couple of playoff? They've only played, everybody's played two games so far? The Sixers uh, have played three, the Sixers and, three. and Raptors. Yeah. What, y- what have y'all's thoughts been on it?
1: Uh, I have a lot of thoughts. We could talk about the Pelicans, yeah, and now Devin Booker's hurt, so the Pelicans have a real fighting chance there. they I think they did before Booker was hurt. Hey, I always right. never worry about it. That, the fact that they were able to win in Phoenix, that's pretty amazing. The Nets disappoint me. Per usual, they're very good. They're against a very good Celtics team. You know that they have a great defense, and then the Sixers look good. And I'm giving that credit to Joel Embiid, James Harden.
0: How do you let that guy shoot that three? I can't believe crazy. they let Joel Embiid. And they let him they shoot, didn't shoot even that get three, he tried to shoot and I mean, and he sunk it.
1: He tried to shoot a similar shot before they went into overtime, and, and he missed, missed
0: it. So they, so they gave him the green light I mean. again. I
2: and think the, this is more of a revenge series for the Sixers yep. because yep. remember mm-hmm. Toronto beat. The Sixers uh, a few years ago when Kawhi hit that buzzer beater on him. Yep, and he's getting, getting real yep. yep.
0: Another Something interesting that I wanted to talk about, though, the Mavericks being able to not go down 0-2 without Luka, That's huge. super yeah. impressive. I was, I was very impressed by them. Some other interesting ones, the Timberwolves won a game. I think they'll probably start losing here in a minute, but they did. They tied the series 1-1. to They'll play tonight. And we'll just kind of get into it, though. First thing, obviously— Andre, Pelicans play tomorrow. What are your thoughts? you excited? I'm so excited. You and I are both going. Yes, we are. Yep, going to the blender. And it's a, ni- a late
2: night game. Mm-hmm. 830. 8.30. It's Friday. We're good. We're off school. Yeah. Oh, We're yeah. Good. I'm super excited, though. Um, New Orleans is going to be rocking like usual, you know. <laughs> postseason,
0: Postseason. anything in sports in New Orleans is always fun. Yep. So, Patricia, give us your unbiased breakdown of this game before we talk about how our bias breakdowns. Oh, we think. Pelicans? Pelicans? Yeah, Pelican Suns, give it to us.
1: Okay, look, I think Landry Shamet is going to be a lot better than everyone's expecting him to be. I think he could step into that role, but also you have Cameron Johnson, who is also going to step into the role, but there are no Devin Booker. Got to admit that. Devin Booker had 31 scored 31 points, points in, the, in the first, <laughs> first half. half. That's, yeah, that's what I mean. So then gets hurt in the third quarter. Obviously, you can't lie and say that, that didn't help you guys. It did help you, but I think you still had a fighting chance to win that game, whether Devin they Booker was They were leading when Devin
0: Booker left the game. It was 77-75. Yeah. Mm,
1: right. So you had the lead. Bridges, that's a guy I would look out for because he might you know, start to get more, not playing time, but more points, be a little more productive. Because they're going to need
0: someone to shoot the ball. They need I someone mean, to step Devin up. Devin Booker shoots the ball, what, 25 times a game?
2: Yeah, just about. So
0: you had to make up 25 shots. It's going to be who takes them. And then That's you what I need if,
1: if oh. the Suns want to have a fighting chance, Chris Paul has got to score more. He had 14 assists but 17 points, so you yeah. got to fill that hole for Booker. But the Pelicans are looking good. Brandon it Ingram feels good. He almost got his first triple double the other night. It was yeah, he was one assist away.
0: he was close, but it does. At that point, you're not playing for that anymore. Oh, you don't right. play for stats; you're playing for wins. But,
1: but I'm just saying, he scored 37 points. You had McCollum that had 23. That duo just has to keep working, and they'll be fine.
0: Andre, what's your thoughts on the game? So
2: you want my thoughts on, you know, what it's going to take for us to win tomorrow? Yeah, go for it. In the future? First of all, I really think that we should consider starting Trey Murphy. It spreads the floor more. Um, Maybe take Jackson Hayes out and put, you know, Jonas, you know, keep him at the five. Because there's more shooters on the Suns team. They're a three-point shooting team. They really are, besides Chris Paul, you know. But I also think, you know, we need a match. Jonas Valanciunas's minutes with Aiden, we kind of talked about that, Tyler. Mm-hmm. And then finally, just pretty much play Larry Nance like a lot more.
0: Yeah. Okay. My thoughts on the whole Tr- Trey Murphy situation. I think Trey min- Trey Murphy deserves more minutes, but after watching the game on Sunday, or whatever day they played, I forget they played on. They played they on. Played on sun- Saturday? Tuesday. Or Tuesday, when they won. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing and the biggest glaring issue that is going to cause problems for the Suns is when the Pelicans start running. Because mm-hmm. when we start on that fast break, they can't catch up to us. Getting turn- Forcing them into turnovers, which Chris Paul is very good with the basketball. So that is going to be tough. But if, when you start getting those turnovers, you got to start running down the court fast because they couldn't handle it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And guys like Jackson Haynes are going to be super important in that. That's why I think you keep him in the lineup for a minute there. But if that's not the game you want to play anymore, even though it was super effective, Trey Murphy's got to start uh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I think I think the Suns are still dangerous without Devin Booker, but a guy like Jay Crowder for them is going to have to get hot. Right. Right. And he's been he very shot, bad this he series. He shot two for 11 on Tuesday. He's been super bad. That's bad. So, he's due. If he if he starts getting hot, the Pelicans are right where they. I think that evens it up exactly, mm-hmm. because they don't have a, they don't have Devin Booker who was almost an automatic basket. I mean, he, some of the shots he made were absurd. But you look at it, and I think that they're gonna they're gonna have to make sure that a guy like Jay Crowder or Mikhail Bridges or Campaign can't they can't go off. It's got to be Aiton and Chris Paul, and if they want to beat you, them two are gonna have to score a hundred between them. Yep. Yeah, that's the best way to beat them. I agree. Yeah, agree. I think in terms of how the Pelicans run, though, you're gonna have to keep scoring Ingram, keep doing it. We gotta Brandon keep, in in and keep doing exactly. it. Yeah.
2: and get the get the bench guys more involved. Mm-hmm. You know, Alvarado Larry Nance is, saw Alvarado shot really well Tuesday night. He did. Yeah.
0: So I think I think Larry Nance does need to see more minutes. He was he's been phenomenal in the playoffs. Yeah. I yeah. mean, just his presence has been so much better. Mm-hmm. So. And you got him for pretty much free, by the way, if you guys didn't realize. like yeah, In that trade, you got him yeah. for free. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I think it's going to be great. We'll move on and talk a little bit about the Nets for Patricia. They're down 0-2 to the Celtics. The first game was a heartbreaker. It was. Kyrie it was. Irving got fined $50,000 $50, for doing some obscene gestures to the Boston Celtics <laughs> fans. That was hilarious. Pocket uh, chain. Uh, That's penny, pennies for that man. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's got yeah of exactly. He's not That's
1: it. nothing to him. But, Andre,
0: I'll start with you. No, you gotta. No. We'll, we'll give you our unbiased oh, yeah. thoughts, and then we'll talk yeah. about yeah, yeah. it. So,
2: obviously, you know, it hurts going down 2-0. But, mm-hmm. uh, but, honestly, if you're the Nets, you have Katie and Kyrie Irving. And they played the worst that they could have possibly played last night, uh, which was on Wednesday, I think, right? Yeah. So, they shot one for 19 in the second half combined. Yeah, no, they were bad. That, was, bad. that I mean, is so bad. bad. Kyrie Irving was and bad. And they still were in the game. So, mm-hmm. that just tells you right there, I mean, they can – they can come back. They're gonna win. I think they're gonna win both in Barclays in uh, Brooklyn. I
0: think and this game's really gonna come down to seeding, and it's gonna be it's that's when it's gonna get tough for the Nets because they're gonna home. look at it and then they're gonna have to go play in the Garden again. Yeah, exactly. And they're gonna lose. This game's gonna home field advantage <laughs> in exactly. the Garden is like no, it, it's a big it's deal. Historically, yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's historically, a historically a great place for home field advantage. Yeah. My thoughts on this game. Is kind of like Andre's. I think that Kevin Durant and Kyrie can't shoot worse than what they did. Right, I mean, phys- physically, cannot. Mm-hmm. Big big thing is, allegedly, reports came out that Ben Simmons is trying to come back for Game Four in the Barclays Center. They kind of need him, honestly. I don't know about all that. I don't. If Ben that Simmons at all. comes back, I just don't know if that's going to help him.
1: My biggest issue was that about a month ago, Steve Nash was asked about Ben Simmons and when he was going to return and they said he's not even focused on learning the plays or learning anything about the team. He's focusing on getting healthy. So what, in two weeks he learned everything? He's going to be able to go out there and have chemistry with the team? I just don't believe that. No, I just
2: don't believe Uh, that. I I get the chemistry part, but down low you really do need him. And
1: the defense could be helpful, but what are they going to do? Put him at the free throw line? That's going to be a disaster. (laughs) And that's what the Celtics will do every time because they're good enough. And I don't think Ben Simmons can just magically fix the defensive problem for the Nets.
0: No. I mean, look. The the facts of the matter is both games have been have been interesting, but the Nets are kind of just unlucky for losing the first game. I mean, they shouldn't have they really shouldn't have lost that game. I mean, that was a insane play by True, Jason Tatum. But
1: they also should have won this game because they had the lead until the fourth quarter. And then it got to the point where I never thought I would say this, but I said just don't give Kevin Durant the ball. Because every time he shot he missed.
0: He and won't do that it again happens, though. though. It, he won't it do does that again. Happen.
1: But then also a guy like Kyrie Irving only scoring ten points, you can't have that. You can't have that when that's your best shooter or yeah. one of your best. Dillies. He
0: just physically won't do that again, though. I mean, yeah, like, both either of them. them will. I can tell you, so both of those players aren't going to have like that. Like I said, I think it's going to come down to home field advantage, and you're going to go have to. You're going to have to play in the garden more than you're going to have to play at the Barclays Center, and that's, that's going to cause fine, you problems. But also,
1: I can't use that excuse because these guys have been there before. Kyrie and KD have won a national championship. That whole. I understand the the home field advantage it makes a difference but for two veteran guys who have been all the way before to use that excuse there is no excuse.
0: You should be unfazed by it but some of the best players in the world have gone to Boston and lost.
1: True and I think Boston is it happens. 40 and 1 Forty one and one, or forty-one and one when they're up two-zero. I think
2: the Celtics—they have more. I think there's now.
0: Ever since the three, <laughs> one, ever since the three-one stat came out, True. and then the Cavs won the championship, yeah. I've gone away with all playoff stats. I've I've sworn them yeah. off. I don't like looking at them anymore because anything can happen.
1: And look, I, I hope I hope you're right. I hope we do find a way to come back. But if Ben Simmons comes back, I think it will be a disaster, especially because I don't even know if he's in shape. He hasn't played basketball in over a year. Yeah. So what did he do in the off season? What oh, did no, he I do to get I, hurt? That's why I wanna know. How did he get hurt? I don't know. And then what is he doing to rehabilitate? I just His there's so many questions. His feelings <laughs> were hurt. He
0: had a broken heart. There's
1: just so many questions that I don't know if you can just throw him in here. Maybe next series, if we get there, fine. I know we're struggling. I just think you're gonna make it worse.
0: Do you so do you think if if they don't play Ben Simmons, do you think they can win? Versus if they don't if they do play Ben Simmons?
1: I understand why they're gonna put him in because they're going to say look we have a fighting chance but i just think we have a better chance of winning with a team that's been there all season that's been in a rhythm than someone who we don't know how in shape he is we don't even we're not sure how even healthy he is or we know what we know is offensively he cannot produce points and we could stay in the game if a guy like kevin durant which we know he can do can just make a few shots if they just fall in
0: no you're right
1: and i think i don't think ben simmons is going to magically fix this series
0: andre Breakdown, got it. I, I, I with or without Ben Simmons, what do you I think? think so, what think do you think's better? I think
2: it's a I mean, personally, it's it's too hard to tell. I mean, you haven't seen the guy in a year, mm-hmm. but just his defensive presence is it's phenomenal. In, but then the you pain. take,
0: but then you take away offensive scoring from somebody who is probably scoring yeah. on the Nets. I it it, I, I it is think, a very big
2: I just gamble. Think the Celtics have more playmakers than uh than the Nets. And uh, they have more one on one players if that makes sense. Like you have Jalen Brown that can score on anybody on that team. And you it's have true. Jason Tatum mm-hmm. who can also just hit contested shots like crazy, and then you have you Al, Horford,
0: Al Horford in the corner. You're corners. just not going to be Marcus able to play smart. Ben Simmons late in games, though. Because if they put him at the free throw line, you that's will lose that need. game. And
1: they're going to foul him.
0: They will look exactly for you. They, would, like they would put exactly. all five guys on the other four and then leave Ben Simmons wide open and then run at him and, and foul. It's that's exactly like, what they and would I do. And I know we have
1: Katie and Kyrie, but it's not like you're like, okay, well, we can't shoot a free throw, but you can rely on him from the three-point line. You, know, you can't do that. You cannot rely on him offensively. And just to put in a guy because... He might give you good defense because 2 years ago he played pretty good defense on a totally different team in a different system. I, that's just too much for me. It's banking on too much.
0: Yeah. We'll see. They will they don't play another game till what? They play Saturday. Mm-hmm. So they don't play till Saturday. So you got some they got some time. I think they need some rest after playing in the play-in games too. That was a big deal. The Pelicans were equally on that train. Yeah. So Look
1: at y'all. Well, yeah. I mean, you all. Yeah. You're stealing on the road? On your side, oh, number 1 Yeah.
0: Seat. Yeah, we'll see. I look uh, it's tough the playoffs are always just very interesting mm-hmm. well we are going to move on from the NBA playoffs talking about our teams to talking a little bit about the LSU spring game coming up Andre you're working the games y'all have both been to some practices mm-hmm. what have y'all been seeing
2: uh just it's totally different like the team mm-hmm. just looks totally different like um they're so focused now you know we saw a lot of few years ago you know all those guys used to just clown all the time at at practice is what i heard but um, these guys are locked in and they're they're, i think they're bought in into brian kelly's you know philosophy and so i'm really excited to see how the defense is going to be this Mm -hmm. year i'm not really worried about the offense much, say because we we have a loaded we have a loaded quarterback room we have a loaded wide receiver room and then you have john Emery, and then i think our offensive line is going to be just fine yeah, so I think I it's going to be better than last I year. I think actually. them
0: giving Brad Davis another year, because he, he was excellent. He came out, and when he, yep. he hired him, I thought it was a great hire. Mm-hmm. And we didn't give him a ton of time, and he couldn't go out and get the guys he really wanted because the recruiting cycle had already yep. ended. Giving him another year or two is going to make all the difference for me. I think that guy's going to be a great coach. So I have full faith in him. Now, my biggest
2: question is a cornerback room. Yep. I, I really have zero clue what the secondary is going to look like on uh, on Saturday, because, yep. I mean, yeah. that's been like, the least position that I've been kind of looking at at practice, I mean linebackers. I've been seeing it's gonna be probably Greg Penn, Micah Baskerville.
0: Yeah, you're gonna you're teams. gonna have those guys around. I'm not surprised by that. Patricia, what have you been seeing?
1: Just talking about the cornerback room, I would be more concerned if we didn't have a different coach. But because we've had a lot of transfers come in, we've had a few from Arkansas. We got one from Ohio State last week. Yep. Yeah. It's like everything's new for everyone. So, even though we only have two scholarship players coming back in the backfield, I don't think it's going to be a huge issue because everything's new. Talking about the offense, the quarterback battle, I really think that Miles Brennan is going to win it. And I think yeah. that was expected. Yep. But after I went to a spring practice, I read some tweets about it and how sometimes it didn't even look close and that Miles just had it all together and then Jaden Daniels was shaky. But then after I went to a spring practice, I really got to say, Miles Brennan looks good.
0: The quarterback battle is interesting because I haven't been in any of the practices, but from what I've seen and kind of about that stuff, it looks like Miles Brennan's probably going to win the job, but I really want to see the quarterback battle. just want to see how, Mm -hmm. I want to see how Walker Howard and Mm -hmm. Garrett Nussmeyer are getting along because I think that's going to be key, that's that's your key to success in the future. I'm not not talking about the next year, I'm talking about five years from now, because in five years from now, and LSU had it made if they could have just, if they could have kept healthy, and I stand by this to this day. After Joe Burrow, you would have played Miles Brennan, who had learned stuff from Joe Burrow. And then you would have had Nussmeyer learn from Miles Brennan for the two years. And you just keep this cycle going down the line. Right. Yep. It didn't work out that way. People got hurt. Mac Johnson came in, this and that and the other. And it kind of all blew up. You have this. You have the same exact thing that can happen again. If Miles Brennan is going to play for one year, and Nussmeyer will be a junior by then, or he redshirted. He right? redshirted
2: last year, he so redshirted. he'll be a sophomore after mm-hmm. this year. Yeah,
0: so he still has some time. So he'll be a junior. I think he's going to transfer.
2: Either way, though, well, and even maybe I, I think the, because G- I think Walker's going to redshirt. He's redshirted right. this His year. His dad said that'd be and fine. And then he's gonna. I think he's gonna beat beat
0: a. You still, but like, Garrett, look. That's the thing, though. You still have a chance to have—you'll play one quarterback who's about a sophomore or mm-hmm. a junior, and then you'll have a guy come in the recruiting class, and he'll have almost two years to learn from the other quarterback, and it makes all the difference. Like, that is how the was of the world and the Ohio State yep. of the world yeah. win.
1: And speaking of Jaden Daniels, he has two years left of eligibility, so if he were to stay— and win that job
0: that is still the weirdest thing to me i gotta see it this guy weird. that's the only reason i want to see this quarterback he's battle just, go. He's,
2: he's really good with his legs that's yeah he could moss probably make kinda, a lot out of nothing I mean, moss is a bigger guy and he's mm-hmm. he's not leaving the pocket let's be real no he's
0: a pocket yeah. passer i mean he's gonna he's he's he's, he's like pro, mm-hmm. pro with our wide receiver like yeah.
2: I, i'd I'd be fine with him if he had to take the sacks because I, I like our wide receivers a lot. Right.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, there's some positions that you can talk about not being worried about this year. The running backs. I'm not worried. About John Henry and Kane. I'm not worried about either of them. Yep. The wide receiver room. I'm not worried about them. The defensive line. I'm really yeah. not worried really about, about, them. about them. Yeah. There. Those are three groups that I can tell you right off the bat. And it'll I heard be, it'll be secondary, and then it'll be secondary. Line. It's it's interesting because it's the first year in a long, long, long time. Corey Raymond will not be your defensive Mm -hmm. backs coach. It's all new. And I like the idea of, okay, well, all of those guys who were loyal to Corey Raymond are pretty much out of the program. Everybody who came here, I don't know who the defensive backs coach is. I can't think of his name right now. I forgot his name I forgot his name as well. But they're all loyal to him. So they're all going to play their best for him, not for what they used to have. So I think that's going to help us.
1: And um, also another thing nervous is,
0: about the secondary, we though. only
1: have two guys that were with Corey Raymond from last year.
0: For yeah, th- exactly. So you, you're you're pretty good on that. I'm interested to see what the secondary can do. And like Andre said, the offensive line really doesn't scare me that much. I think you have too many guys to fail. I think that's that's, and it really cannot be worse than last year. I genuinely no, believe can't, that. Okay. I genuinely <laughs> believe that it can't be worse than last year.
1: Yeah, I agree. I don't think it can at all. And I think that even though Will Campbell, he's coming in as a freshman, he apparently looks really good. They've been putting him at left tackle. Yeah, he'll
0: probably start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they. I've seen some projected lineups, and I really don't know what to make of them yet. But after uh, Saturday, it'll become more clear. I mean, it's still spring. I mean, they're still yeah. going to do a little. Mm-hmm. They're going to do summer, and then they're going to do fall. Yep. I mean, there's still so much time. Yeah. That's the best news is, and I understand. Them hiring Brian Kelly that early was the best news that could have happened. Oh, of course, I agree. That was it. It worked out so well for you because now he has so much time to develop these guys and make a culture. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys read the Ross Dellinger article about Brian Kelly. He said that he had to start LSU from the ground up. They took down all the Ogeron stuff and like mm-hmm. started from the ground up. Oh, and yeah. they, they built and he's building it for to, to withstand forever.
1: And you had to because. It was probably about a month ago now, but Miles Brennan said in a press conference, he said, well, guys aren't going to get away with what they used to. And he mentioned going to class, just simple things that yep. should have not never Look at happened. Look John Emory, he wasn't yes. eligible. And then even Deion Smith now isn't eligible for this season, and even though he was going to transfer. But now I don't think he could because he wasn't academically eligible. And that should never be a problem within a program like LSU.
0: No, exactly. I mean, they have so many advisors and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. this shouldn't be a problem. Right. So they're, they're fixing all of that. So... I don't have any realistic expectations for football, but I think the spring game is going to be really, really fun to watch yeah. just to see kind of how Brian Kelly reacts. And
2: like the new offense, the new defensive schemes, you know, we just,
0: just, I don't even, I don't need that. I really want to see Brian Kelly's presence with the players. I think that's going to mean the most because if he gets those guys to buy in, you can win any game. Mm-hmm. I genuinely believe that. If okay. that if they buy into what he's saying, and they be- and they trust him that he's right, his adjustments will work every time. That's that's what it takes. That's why Ogeron really couldn't make adjustments. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why we yeah. had to run one scheme all game. And if they figured it out, you lost. Yep. And you had no chance. So if they buy into his system, then I'll buy into a system. And
1: I think they are. I think you've seen that a lot, and the guys have found a lot, given a lot of respect to Coach Kelly.
0: I'm excited. Mm-hmm. So they will play that on Saturday. So there's a lot of there's gonna be a yeah. lot of stuff to talk about here on Sunday. It so that's good. Yeah.
1: yeah, and it's Kerry Cooks is the defensive backs coach. She was at Notre Dame prior to this.
0: Okay, cool. Well that is going to do it for us here today. For Andre Champal, Patricia Caputo, I'm Tyler Viso, and this has been the Hodges Huddle. <laughs>